Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the World Teacher Program for Share International New Zealand on Planet FM 104.6. Each Friday morning, we bring you information from the teachers of the Ageless Wisdom. The purpose of our program is to introduce Maitreya, the world teacher for the age of Aquarius. Maitreya does not come alone. He brings with him the Masters of Wisdom, a group of highly evolved teachers who work in many fields and teach us the art of living, how to work in right relationship with each other. With their inspiration, we can transform our civilization, creating justice and peace and use the technological advances available to us. Approximately every two and a half thousand years, a new teacher brings a body of teaching to humanity that is suited to our needs at that particular time. Usually this takes place at the end of an age. Right now, as the age of Pisces declines and our solar system aligns with the constellation Aquarius, new energies are beginning to make themselves felt. As these Aquarian energies of sharing and justice stream into our planet, the need for change can be seen more clearly. A period of chaos ensues as the old order lessens its grip on humanity and the impulse of sharing, justice and peace inspires us to move forward in evolution as a united group. Good morning listeners and welcome to the Maitreya program. Now according to Mr Benjamin Krim and his master, Humanity is a great family that extends far beyond our planet and solar system. And today we would like to dedicate this program to our space brothers and sisters from our neighboring planets. The ongoing work to minimize the damage we render to the environment and to ourselves is nothing short of unconditional love. For such is their high understanding of life's purpose and meaning, and we owe them a great deal. Now, the following questions and answers are taken from Mr. Benjamin Krem's book, My Trayer's Mission, Volume 2. The first question is, does My Trayer say there is really life on other planets and there are beings who come to the Earth just to protect us? My Trayer has not so far said so directly, but recently he spoke of other beings in space, far advanced, who have always protected humanity. All the planets, without exception, are inhabited. In my experience, UFOs are absolutely real. They cannot usually be seen by us because their normal state is on the higher etheric, not solid, physical levels. When we do see them, this is because they lower the vibrational rate of the vehicles to come within our vision as a temporary manifestation. They are there all the time in their thousands and even millions. They help us in many ways, and without them, this Earth would be a very painful place indeed. They mop up a great deal of the nuclear radiation which we release into the atmosphere through nuclear experimentation. Even if a test is underground, contaminated, poisoned dust flies up into the atmosphere. The space beings have implosion devices which neutralize this nuclear radiation. Without their assistance, our rivers and streams would be undrinkable. We would literally be dying. There would also be a large number of deformed babies born. All this is a result of our misuse of nuclear energy. Without their help, we would be in a very sad state. The question, is there any relation between Maitreya and the crop circles? This is uh, December 92. The crop circles are created by the phenomena we call UFOs 
And there is a relation between Maitreya and the UFOs. These UFOs come in the main from the planets Mars and Venus. Our spiritual hierarchy is in contact with the spiritual hierarchies of Mars and Venus and other planets. All the hierarchies in our system are in contact with each other. All the planets of our solar system are inhabited without exception. But if you went to Mars or Venus, of course, you would see no one. They are all in higher etheric matter. If you have higher etheric vision, you see them as perfectly normal, slightly different, but not all that different from ourselves. They are not little green men uh, with um, uh, protuberances coming out of their heads. Another question. I have read much about the Space Brothers from this publication, and I have read quite a lot about alleged UFO sightings and contacts, as well as theories on this enigma in books dating back to the 1950s. If indeed our troubled planet is being visited by interplanetary travelers, as I earnestly believe, why haven't they landed on the White House lawn or outside the Kremlin and publicly announced themselves? Why have they chosen to shroud themselves in the veil of mystery, leaving behind bedazzled witnesses and patents in fields of corn or grass to attest to their existence? And this is 1992. And Benjamin Krems reply, for the same reason that Maitreya does not appear on the White House lawn or at Buckingham Palace or at the UN Security Council, they know the law and work within it. There are laws, above all those governing our free will, which prevent such dramatic manifestations. It is surely obvious that if their sole need was to make known unequivocally their presence to us, they could do so in a myriad ways. What they do is obvious enough to the intelligent and open-minded, but tangential enough not to infringe human free will on a mass scale, which would be the result of your recommendations. The next question. Are there people from other planets living among us on the dense physical plane? Yes. If so, how many and from where do they come? Many, mainly from Mars and Venus. Do they sometimes use the physical bodies of humans? No, never. Or have they, they own their own physical bodies? And the answer to that one is yes. Are there souls from other star systems currently incarnate on Earth? And if so, why? There are many stories of people from other solar systems visiting or incarnating on this Earth. But my understanding is that they are without foundation. On the other hand, many beings from planets within this system do take incarnation here. They come to undertake certain service on this planet for a greater or lesser period of time, or they have to, to this earth as part of an exchange of souls. Nature abhors a vacuum. A question from 1987. Do you think that there are other planets where beings learn and experiment in other ways than on earth? Uh, yes, all the planets are inhabited by conscious, intelligent life, but not necessarily on the same physical plane as ourselves. So far, we are aware of only three physical planes, solid, liquid, and gas. There are four higher planes, still physical, known as the etheric planes. Another question from 1988. Recently, there were very unusual UFO sightings in South Australia. A UFO bugged a car in the Nullarbor Desert 
had scattered some sort of ash frightening the occupants and they said that their mental process was affected during the incident. At about the same time, a UFO, probably the same one, bugged a fishing boat off the coast. There was a similar effect on the crew. My questions are, were the experiences genuine? If so, does it mean the space people are starting to make their presence more obvious? The experiences were genuine insofar as the people mentioned saw a UFO, but I very much question that the experiences were as described. For instance, the ash is not ash, but precipitation of energy, prana. UFOs show themselves sometimes at close quarters, but do not bug in the sense of deliberately to frighten. The mental processes of the people may well have been affected, A, by their fear, and B, by the experience of higher energies and the higher consciousness of the occupants of the UFO. These fears and these changed mental states are common to many who see UFOs at close quarters. They are just as common among those now in the Asian community in London who see Maitreya suddenly materialize or dematerialize in front of them. People are very easily frightened by what, by that which they do not understand. My understanding is that although this incident is not necessarily an indication of it, the space people are indeed making their presence more obvious. It is clear, though, from the distorted reports of such encounters that they must proceed in this very cautiously. This is rather lengthy. Next question um, was taken from the December 1989 issue of Shin International Magazine. Several impressive reports of UFO sightings have come from the Soviet Union recently. The first became world news, but the second was also very interesting. Hundreds of people, including airplane pilots, saw a fast-moving object above the town of Omsk, which did not register on any military radar apparatus. My newspaper, Algamin Dugblad, from the Netherlands, quoted a major in the Russian army who, in an interview with a Russian publication, said, The luminous disc with four searchlights, which I watched for five minutes, seemed to hover above the airstrip. But then the searchlights went out, the air around it became turbulent, and it shot off in an easterly direction. As Maitreya has spoken several times about the Space Brothers, I have several questions which I hope you will answer. First, were these indeed sightings of cosmic vehicles? The answer, yes. Secondly, where did they come from? From Mars, Venus and other planets of our system, all the planets sustain life but on the etheric physical. Thirdly, what is the purpose or reason for their presence? Various. They help within the karmic law to maintain the stability of the plant e- planet ecologically. They neutralize radioactivity from tests and other emissions. Number four, why do they only show themselves fleetingly and not definitely and conclusively? So as not to infringe our free will and also not to cause alarm. Number five, are the claims of the first sighting true, that three beings emerged from the ship? Yes, except that they were of normal height and size. And lastly, will there be a time soon when humanity will know beyond any doubt that there are space brothers? Yes, Maitreya will introduce the subject and show the interchange which takes place on hierarchical levels between the planets. We will eventually know them and accept them as friends and mentors. All right, a question from 1992. 
Well, a connection between Maitreya and the work of the Space Brothers, for example, the corn circles, become more apparent in the near future. I don't think necessarily so, but an interesting event happened while I was in Australia, which might be a pointer in that direction. While I was in Melbourne, there was uh, apparently many sighting UFOs over the city. Uh, in particular, a spectacular one which showed two UFOs zigzagging all over the Melbourne skies. This appeared on television and caused the usual but brief media stir. I saw a video of the event on my next stop in Adelaide. My master informed me that Maitreya had requested these UFO sightings to link up with my visit. I appeared on Breakfast Time TV in Adelaide and told people that there would be more activity over that city that day. I was stopped in the street the next day by a man who had watched the program, recognized me and watched the skies as I had told him. He had a classic UFO sighting later in the day. But since he was alone when he saw the UFO, the media at first interested refused to investigate. When someone is abducted by alien visitors, they usually report seeing little grey-skinned beings with disproportionately large heads. Do they usually look like that? My information is that no one is abducted by space visitors, however they look. They can look as different from one another as we do on Earth. There is no uniformity in cosmos. And the next question, what star system did they originate from? Is it now being... It is now being theorised that modern UFO abductions and ancient encounters with fairies are encounters with the same beings and that both fairy tales and modern abduction reports are folklore centred around the same sort of beings. How do you feel about that theory? No alien or space visitor comes from anywhere outside, outside our solar system. All the planets in our system are inhabited. Most UFOs originate in Mars or Venus. The space brothers and fairies, ancient or modern, are not the same beings. Fairies are part of the vast diva or angelic evolution parallel to the human. I still believe that these so-called abductees are encountering something unknown. If it isn't aliens, what are they encountering, encountering, if anything? They are encountering the products of a too active astral or emotional imagination – were space visitors not in the news and topical, they would be content with ghosts and such like. And a question from 1991. There are reports coming from the US that up to 10,000 cattle had been drained of blood and expertly operated on for removal of vital organs. Extensive inquiry by farmers and experts all over the country has failed to identify those responsible. Lately, it is the space people in flying saucers that have been suspected of mutilating those animals. Is there any truth in these reports? Well, in relations to the space brothers, absolutely none whatsoever. Another question uh, from 1989. For several years, mysterious circles have been appearing in British cornfields, among other places. The media have been giving more attention to this phenomenon lately. Are they caused by flying saucers, or some, as some people think, by Maitreya's lightship? Or is there another explanation for them? A Harrier jet crashed near one of these circles. Do they create magnetic fields which could have interfered with the plane's instruments? 
Uh, these circles, uh, which have been known to ufologists for several decades, are indeed the results of action by the Space Brothers and their UFOs. They are created and left deliberately as a sign of their presence. The extraordinary structure and position of the circles being a testimony to their higher science. And, but none of the circles, though folded into spire and other formation, is ever destroyed. They do indeed create a magnetic field around them, but this has nothing to do with the aircraft accident. In fact, it was the body of the pilot of the jet which was found near one of these circles. The plane itself crashed later in the Irish Sea. How do you interpret the phenomenon of the crop circles? My information about the crop circles is that they are created by what is generally known called UFO activity. The UFOs come, in the main, from Mars and Venus, not from outside our solar system. All the planets of the system are populated, but if you went to Mars or Venus, you would see no one at all. They are all in higher etheric matter. The UFO phenomenon is distinctly related to the reappearance of the Christ and the externalization of the work of the hierarchy, and we owe them a great debt. Their surveillance of this planet is total and energetically of enormous benefit to the world. What the space people are doing in the prop circles in particular is recreating, to a certain degree, the grid of our Earth's magnetic field on the physical plane. Each of these crop circles is a chakra, as it were, a vortex of magnetic energy, and they are spreading out around the world, having started in England. They were dismissed in the first place, as always, by the sceptics. I do not mind if they dismiss them as a mystery which cannot be solved, but to dismiss them as created by a freak wind, that is just stupid and patronising to human intelligence. Nobody of average intelligence would believe that is even possible, You only have to inspect the circles to realise that. But to make sure that that thought did not gain credibility, they began to put rectangular bits on the the circles. And there is no wind that works in rectangles and triangles in these complex configurations. They are all ideograms. And if you are familiar with the ideography of ancient Atlantis, you would recognise some of them. They are not meant to be recognised as to their meaning, but that they do have a meaning. And many people will will intuit these. They are a reminder of the ancient connection with the Space Brothers. And a question is from 1990. What is the purpose behind the appearance of corn circles all over southern England and elsewhere? If they are made by space visitors in UFOs, is it possible that the activity will be photographed by the team of observers now active in Britain? Apart from some few isolated hoaxes which are very crude attempts to replicate the mysterious corn or crop circles, these circles are made by UFOs manned by the Space Brothers. They have several levels of purpose. Firstly, they are a continuous reminder to us of their presence in our skies. More importantly, each circle is magnetized and occupies a specific place in the lines of magnetic force in our Earth's magnetic field. Each circle is a vortex, drawing energy in and radiating energy to its surrounding area. Together, and they are not haphazardly placed, but they form a grid of interrelated energy systems of much benefit to us. And unfortunately, that's all we have time for. Thank you very much for listening in today. Check out the website, share-international.org. Or if you'd like to ask us a question or have a comment, you can email us at sharenz at yahoo.com. Love and blessings to you all.